from the Summer Skate Studios. This is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled bays, increased safety measures with your choice of games, as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. San Diego State University, building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in California. Go to sdsuhockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on and off the ice. Buy summer skates, shower shoes, and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. From coast to coast and beyond, wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University Hockey. Go to ucohockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 National Champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza. With six different styles of pizza and eight different types of crust to go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Buy Toyota. See the dealers that support hockey in your community for your next car. Peterson Toyota in Fort Collins, Colorado. Desert Toyota in Tucson. Finlay Toyota in Las Vegas. And Toyota of the Desert in Cathedral City, California. By M-Drive, our boost and burn is specifically designed to help you get active, get lean, burn fat. Get yours today at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University Hockey. 20 years of the action you crave, only faster. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas or 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Analytics and Eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in, hockey fans. Anywhere that you may be listening to us tonight, uh, live on Monday analytics and eyeballs scott strandy with you today podcasting from a parking lot um i'm disconnected i think i'm disconnected i don't know what i'm doing here that's not a first <laughs> anyway i've i've got no sound i don't know what i'm uh what i'm talking about well, but once again that's not I'm a trying first. i'm no, trying I, to be I, connected I, um i don't know about why <laughs> good question you were fine a second ago I don't know what uh, what what happened between your opening statement and going on after that. Um, I assume you can't hear me, but am I back? You know. Does anybody hear me? Am I back? But you weren't gone. <laughs> it's weird. My my uh, my cord came unplugged from my um, my mixer, and uh, right. I couldn't hear anything. I, so I have no idea how I was transmitting with that not connected to the. To the uh, well, I, I don't know. I heard you though. I don't know. Not, oh, you were okay. Well, anyway, uh, podcasting from a parking lot. I think my uh, mixer is about to go bye bye. So, who knows how long it'll hold on? But anyway, podcasting from a parking lot at Acrisure Arena in Palm Springs, California, Palm Desert, California, where uh, today, Paul, it was about eighty degrees and about an nice. eighty mile an hour wind. I can uh, that. So we're getting like drifting sand dunes. Uh, right. All over the place. Stuff is hitting the car, um, blowing in from every which direction. Uh, it, it's right. craziness. It's craziness. So do you have the same mixer that I have? Yeah. Well, yeah. Where's it going? 
Is it getting blown away by the wind, or what are you talking about? No, I'm my cord that plugs into the mixer. Uh, apparently, it doesn't stay very well. So the cord came out of the mixer, and that right. plugs into my phone, which is what I use to connect to the Podbean okay, well, app. Time I guess to get another one. So when that came out, then uh, like right now, then it, or whether it moves a little bit, then I can't hear anything. But apparently, you guys can still hear me. So, right. whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I would just suggest, you know, get another one. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Okay, money bags, we'll do that. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> no problem. We'll just get a new one. Listen, I, 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 I get, you know, shoestrings, but, I mean, if you want to stay on, I mean, I, you don't have a choice with that. Uh, I know. I've, uh, I've tried to fix it up, but I believe it's that I've used it for, I don't know how many years now, and we've yeah, done it well. on the road in parking lots, in hotels, in yeah, yeah. apartments, in houses. It's been everywhere. But anyway, the, that's neither here nor there right now. We're in Palm Springs. The executive producer sitting right next to me. We're waiting nice. for uh, a big game tonight between the Coachella Valley Firebirds and the San Jose Barracuda as the official, at least in my mind, playoff or push to the playoffs has begun in the American Hockey League. Right. All right, well, listen, that's that's cool. Um, you know, I actually heard a little bit about the American Hockey League uh, this morning on one of the Canadian-based podcasts. Are we allowed to? Sure. Well, everybody knows, you know, Elliot Friedman, 32 Thoughts. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's okay. Everybody knows us, Stuff too. about the commissioner. But, well, I get but, that, too, but well, by I the way, you. By the way, did you happen to see the um, – uh, April Fool's joke that was pulled using Elliot Friedman uh, on the Arizona Coyotes. It came from um, who's my who's my favorite one with Bissonette. Oh yeah, I I, I I I did see that. I didn't like pay any attention to it because um, I, <laughs> I I I when I got up that morning when I got up Saturday morning I'm like all right just ignore half the crap that you're gonna see because it's April first. <laughs> Um, the beauty you know. of that is I couldn't tell if it was a joke or they were serious. Well, that, you know what like I'm talking about, gonna, right? Yeah, none of that's going to happen until after the vote. So <laughs> I know it'd just be it's funny if that was foreshadowing, isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> well, I don't uh, want to go there. I don't want to go there. Well, I could just say on that same podcast, um, the, apparently the commissioner was talking to the uh owner of the Utah Jazz and, you know, the MLS team. So, I mean, I, you know, I don't know what that means. Yeah, uh, what does that be mean? About, well, it could be about the next time the Winter Olympics are in Salt Lake City. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is going to be a long show because I'm having terrible connection issues and I don't know how to fix it. So... Well, all these shows are long if you're a listener, so. Yeah, okay. So anyway, <laughs> good point. So we're talking uh, NCAA hockey tonight. It's the countdown to right. the Frozen Four. It's uh, Monday night, which means what? Um, four days until the uh, puck drops on Thursday night. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, like that. Close of enough. course, Minnesota, Boston University go first, followed right. by Quinnipiac and Michigan. Um, you ready to make any predictions yet, or do you want to save them for later in the show? Uh, I predict that two teams will win and two teams will lose. 
Uh, I predict there's two teams there that are looking to win a national championship and two teams there are looking to boast their stock in the NHL. Um, what is this, Can you figure year? out which ones I'm talking about? Is this last year? Well, I hope uh, the results are the same. It's a repeat. It's a repeat. I, I hope the results are the same. <laughs> uh, as I sit in the parking lot way early, uh, I right. see a parking compliance guy uh, nice. in his truck here. So maybe I'm going to get a ticket even though I arrived early and with my uh, media credential. Anyway. Uh, you probably won't. But yeah, who knows? Yeah. Ask me you if never you want know. to be on a program. Yeah, why not? Have a seat <laughs> if you can find one. <laughs> I'm just so, saying. So anyway, uh, tonight I figured we would do I, I almost did it. I almost pulled a Herbie. I almost said tonight. Uh, anyway. Um, got to be in context. Uh, well, got to be in context. Yeah, I know, but still, when when you say it, it's not even in. It doesn't even have to be in context. No, it's yes, just, it does. It's Herb. It's Herbie. No, whenever you say tonight, it's Herbie. So right, we're whatever. we're gonna come up with an ad read for you that that has tonight in about fifty times. Uh, okay. <laughs> come Since get I your food tonight. Since I write most of them, <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, true. True. Anyway, uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about the uh, the teams and the makeup and what's going on there. Anything happening in the portal? And has any other coaches signed? I think it's official now. Todd Knott is going to assist uh, Mike Hastings in Wisconsin, from all I've heard. Well, I don't think that's official. Um, I don't think, you know, there's not, been nothing from Wisconsin that I've seen. Doesn't mean that it isn't true. It just means that I haven't seen it. Paul, the interesting part uh, of what I've been seeing coming out of uh, Mankato is um, people are speculating on who the new coach will be now that Todd Knott has turned down the job. And, and right. they're kind of, they, I think the university and the fan base are trying to cool everybody down on don't get all over Todd Knott. We know this was a contingency plan and, and he kind of messed it up for us. Don't. Don't bother, you know, that, that that kind of thing going on. But one of the names I heard, which I thought was really interesting, well, two of them I thought were really interesting. The first one, Pat Fershweiler from Western Michigan. Right. He's a Rochester, Minnesota guy. Um, does he want to come back to the area code 507 and come to Mankato and take over the program? I don't know why. I don't know why he would. Lateral move to me. Yeah, I don't want to knock Mankato. I really, I don't. One of my best Twitter buddies is a Mankato guy. So, I, you know, um, in deference to him, I don't really want to knock uh, the program because they've been very successful. They've built a national Incredibly program. successful. Yeah. And they got a nice um, building and a nice fan base. And that travels right. well. Yes. But uh, to be honest, I don't see how that's a step up to go from um from i mean you're not moving up you're basically uh it's a lateral move at best yeah it's a lateral move so so that was one name i thought was interesting the other one is the head coach of the coachella valley firebirds i saw tonight in dean bilesma and uh i i was i was just wondering about coach bilesma whether he was going to be interested in uh in taking a move like that, would you go from the AHL to Mankato State? I don't know. Say no. Say no. Okay, no. Not unless you're just looking for 
um, a much easier, more relaxing environment to be in because uh, college hockey is, is a much shorter season, you know, much less pressure. pressure. And uh, I, I don't know why why he would do that, but I think it, he's got I a mean, pretty good gig right here. I mean, listen, I, I don't want to sit here and talk about uh, lateral moves. Uh, I mean, I don't know what that would be. I don't know if he wants to get back into coach. I would assume he wants to get back to coaching in the NHL. I can't imagine, um, since he's never been a college hockey coach. And I said, Dan, an I said Dean. I mean Dan Bilesma, of course. I know. I, I know. So, um, anyway. But he's never I had Dean Boys on my mind. <laughs> he's not even been an assistant coach at the college hockey level. Exactly, and there's a lot and, that's different about that. Yes, it's much different now from when he played at Bowling Green. I mean, it's not even, um, it's it's not it's forget about off the ice. It's certainly, you know, the on the ice is the easy part. I mean, I can't even imagine him not. I mean, he, I'm sure he knows people in college hockey, but he was a head coach in the NHL for a decade. Not going back to he's not going to. Go no. college, no, unless think, somebody blows him away. Yeah, and and they're not going to be able to blow him away at Minnesota State story. And I'm I'm not picking on them either. I'm just being realistic. Uh, if they were able to blow them away, they probably would have done it to Todd Knott. Um, so yeah, you know, I or mean, Mike Hastings. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think Mike I think Mike had done all he could, uh, short of winning the national championship at Mankato. I think it was time. I mean, yeah. When you have the record that he has, and you have all of the things that he's accomplished, you know, it, it's time to uh, to move on. And well, I mean, this was get a the... bigger, better opportunity with uh, a lot more uh, cachet with it. It should we say? Uh, I mean, he did get them the national championship game. Yeah, and... that's what I'm saying. There's really not much more he could do except win that game. Right, and you know, let's let's call it what it is. Minnesota State's not going to have the resources of Wisconsin. They're just not. No, especially like you mentioned last night's show with, uh, with the resources coming in from the the merger of the Big Ten and some of the uh, Pac-12 or whatever you want to call them now, um, teams, uh, TV contracts, all, all that good yeah, stuff I mean, for football. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, you know, uh, going to be craziness. And... You know, like I said, if they if they would have had the money to, I mean, Wisconsin clearly told Mike Hastings or told uh, Dan Bilesma, I mean, Dan Bilesma, Todd Knott, um, whatever you get, whatever they offer you at Minnesota State, we can beat it. Right, and I, and I think, I think Mike Hastings went into it saying like, hey, you know, if I'm going to take this job, I want to take at least one assistant with me and right. um and that's the way that's gonna have to be so you're gonna have to make this deal work if you want me it's kind of a package deal yeah i don't i i i think unless not got a, a certain deal he was gonna go to the wisconsin and obviously they couldn't work that deal out um the other name i i did see another name that you might be interested in Throw it at me because I think I saw it too. But go ahead. Well, 
I mean, it's obviously one of the teams we deal with on a regular basis. Um, I saw the name Dallas Ferguson as a name that could be a possibility in Mankato. Yeah, I saw that too. That's not happening. <laughs> well, listen, I don't, I'm not, I'm just, listen. I, I also heard the name. go through things and, and find them. It's not. I also also heard the name Grandpa Tolmy. Uh, and then that was quickly snubbed out by going like, yeah, doubt it because Grandpa Ptolemy is supposedly the next in line for the University of Minnesota job whenever Bob Motzko steps aside. Okay, so, but that's, that's nuts. So that that's what they're saying about Grandpa Ptolemy would not leave where he's at for a step in the middle before Minnesota when they think okay. Minnesota is mean, coming some point down the road. That would be ridiculous. I mean – that's, I'm sorry. That's nuts. <laughs> anyway, there are all kinds of speculation out there. Who would have thought, Paul, in the week leading up to the Frozen Four, that we'd be talking speculation about a program like Minnesota State, who uh, clearly has done wonderful things, and and you know, I'm sure Mike Hastings is down in Tampa, uh, wearing instead of purple, red, red and white right now. Yeah, I mean. Replacing Bob. When's it? Bob Motzko's not retiring anytime soon. Mm. Let's just let that one hang. Let's let, let that one hang for a little bit. What are you, are you trying to say? If they win a national championship, he's going to retire? No, I'm just saying the next five years, and I'm saying that Grandpa Ptolemy probably would not pull up strings, uh, stakes, if they are, if you want to call them that, uh, at Northern Michigan now, and jump to Minnesota State for five years only to jump to Minnesota five years later. But I, I could see Bob Mosco uh, deciding to step away in five years, especially if he's had success. But once and again, he's certainly had success right now. Once again, though, we're also talking about another lateral move. For Grandpa Ptolemy? Yes. Oh, yeah, within the conference and from one yeah, to the other. That yeah, makes, makes zero no sense. sense. The only thing, only thing that makes sense about that, Paul, would be is he, he would be back in the state of hockey where he grew up. Well, he grew up in North Dakota, but close enough. <laughs> uh, I would say that the people in Massachusetts might disagree with you on that comment. Why is that? Uh, they might say that uh, they're, you know, they're the state of hockey. Oh, oh, I think Minnesota coined it first, my friend. Well, they might have coined it, but that doesn't mean it's accurate. <laughs> well, last year, Colorado or Denver was the city of hockey. So there you yeah. go. I mean... I know a state that has more teams than Minnesota. Michigan? No. <laughs> what state would that be? I believe there is another state that has more D1 teams than the state New of Minnesota. New York? I think that's true. Okay. Just checking. Just, just checking. Uh, yeah. Have I you mean, counted national championships at the same time? Um, I didn't realize that that was... Uh, the criteria? The criteria? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Uh, you know, how many? I, I mean, I'm just trying to the, stay on the air here right now, and it's not outside of the other. Not one, easy. Outside of the other maroon gold team, how many national championships has the rest of the state won? Well, let's ask the Bulldogs how many they got. All right, so, all right, so that's fine. A couple, they have a couple. Yeah, that's, that's probably it. Yeah. So. <laughs> let's ask Rico Blasi in about five years. Well. Listen, I, you, I told you, you know me, I'm a fan. So I, I hope. 
Yeah, right. but it's not the Rico Blasi uh, sweatshirt that you're wearing. It's the yes. uh, Dryden McKay. Yes. No problems with that. <laughs> See, you're all tied into Minnesota. You just don't realize it. Uh, no. But remember, <laughs> no. No. No, it's not the same thing. Oh, okay. Did we move St. Thomas and Mankato out of the state? No, don't forget, I also have a certain affinity for that other maroon and gold team. You do? <laughs> I do. Okay. So anyway, um, th that's a scuttlebutt around there. Anything new in the portal today, Paul? Did you see anything today new oh, and exciting? Lord, no, or anybody jump into the portal? Um, there's always stuff. I mean, right now we're really pretty much at the point where, um, I mean, I guess we are hearing about things in the portal, um, in terms of, you know, where, you know, if guys are going into the portal, uh, we're still hearing some of that, but it's not as much as we're hearing, um, you know, guys that have, uh, signed. Um, you know, I will say that um, there's definitely been all kinds of stuff going on today, including some stuff with the real maroon and gold team. But, you know, what do I know? You know just a guy sitting here trying to uh, get as much information as I possibly can. And we'll take a look here and see if anybody's come into the portal that we might okay. be able to hear from. I I'm a balancing act here, so I didn't hear a word you said, I so I hope it was something good. Well, basically, uh, you know, there have been some signings, right? Ohio State's goalie. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, Where'd he go? Dubas, he signed with the Canadians as a free agent. Okay, um, makes sense. The Western Michigan leading scorer, Ryan McAllister, leaves after one year to go sign with the Florida Panthers. Show me the money. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think that um, anybody's going to blame anybody for signing. No, um, not, if you're, not if you're getting a realistic shot at the NHL, I think no. uh, nobody would do that. If you're, if you're just going to be an ECHL guy, and which is, it, it kind of bums me out a little bit, Paul, out here in the West anyway, because I thought Kyle Mayhew might get a little deeper look with um, uh, the Eagles, and Pierce, he is not going to get that look this year. He's going to wait till uh, camp time next year, to uh, or next season, to see uh, where he goes and how he fits in, but Ryan Sandlin did get his uh, opportunity to uh, make his debut as a professional last uh, yesterday afternoon, I understand. Well, here's the deal, right? I mean, if you're signing with an organization like the Avalanche, and, and, and we know that they have had their uh, share of injuries this year. And by the way, Ben Myers was called back up again today. <laughs> you know, um, you know, as as we sit here and 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 look at the various standings, even with the injuries that Colorado's had, um, you know, they're second in the division. You know, they're a point, but they could still win the division. They're a point behind Minnesota with a game in hand. So. 
uh, we, we know that the organization is deep. And when you sign with the, you know, a team in the Avalanche organization, um, there's two things. One, they don't usually make mis- they haven't made mistakes on players in a while. You know, any 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 players that they've had to kind of get rid of have been for salary cap reasons, and everybody's done that, including your Islanders who gave up Devon Devon Taves. Right. I mean, it just is what it is. Um, Boy, he looks good in an Avalanche jersey too. By the way. Yeah, it's a good thing this is not video. Um, <laughs> um, so at this, at this, you know, so at the same time, when you sign with an organization that you know is is pretty spot on with who they sign, you also now understand that you have to fight through. A lot of layers to get to that top level. So that makes a difference too. Yeah, and I think I think Ben Myers right now is seeing that with uh, you know he's gotten some time with the Avalanche. He's looked good with the Avalanche, and he comes back with the Eagles, and he's here for a day, and he scores a game winning or game tying goal. Then uh, a day later, he's back on the flight back to to uh, Denver. Uh, I bet he knows Southern California to Denver out pretty darn well in the last week and a half. I'm sure he does. You know, I'm <laughs> sure he does. I mean, you know, it, it's there's most teams have a player like that that bounces back and forth. Yeah, because yeah, they do. You, and usually, some teams have a couple of players, either a probably a forward, probably a defenseman. Correct, and the goaltenders um, in, in the Avalanche uh, over the last two years have gone. Eustace uh, Anunen has gone up and down multiple times over the last two years. Right, and so you know what happens also is we know this. T- teams would rather see guys play than sit in the press box. Oh yeah, yeah, for certain does does them no good, especially at the uh, at the a- AHL or ECHL level. You you got to be you got to be improving. You got to be playing and, and getting your feet wet, so to speak, as a professional. So, speaking of that, Paul, um, Josh Doan holding his own pretty darn well. Uh, and we didn't have a chance to talk about this much, but you and I were both a little concerned about was he ready. But boy, uh, the job that, and I'll give Steve Potvin a ton of credit on this, um, the job that he's done with Josh in putting him in a role, um, in a variety of roles, but putting him with guys that, um, can teach him the ropes quickly. And that with a guy like uh, Adam Cracknell, for example, um, and Imama is uh, is playing on his wing, which he's got a protector. And Adam mm. Cracknell is no little boy either. Nope. And neither is Josh, for that example. But nope. um, they, they've, they've taken good care of him, at least at this point in the AHL, and let him get his feet wet, let him play in the power play. Uh, started him, I know, in San Diego. Um, so there's some different things. Another guy had sneakily been good for the Roadrunners, and, and you'll appreciate this coming from Arizona State, but Colin Tyson has really started to come on and look like a real pro right now. Well, listen, um, the one thing you can, you, can, you can talk about when, you know, you're in that organization is, you know, you're going to have a chance if you work on your game to move up. And to move up where? 
Well, to play to play uh, at ASU. To play a mullet. Play at ASU. <laughs> yeah. Just checking. You know, um, and you know, so you know, good for Colin. He was a very good college player. Um, if he makes the NHL, great. Hey, did that remind you? I don't know if I reminded you of this, but the the previous two captains of the Arizona State NCAA hockey team are now playing in Tucson. Really? Did you know that? You haven't reminded me of that, no. Okay. Sometimes I just, I want to throw it out there just to let you know. It's kind of ironic, I think, that a couple of Sun Devils are now leading a uh, a hockey team in Tucson. Well, hopefully they're they're sanitizing themselves well before (laughs) and after every game. (laughs) Anyway. Um, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. Let's come back and let's try to okay. be serious for a minute and talk what? about these uh, four teams that are uh, that are going to compete for a national championship starting Thursday afternoon in Tampa Bay, Florida. We'll be right back. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at behindthemask.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel, Gensel. banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, 
what's better than some good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack is located at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, as well as its ghost kitchen, Queen Creek. For lunch, dinner, or catering, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. All right, welcome back in hockey fans. It's Monday night, which means it is analytics and eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight, uh, podcasting from a parking lot in uh, Palm Springs, California, Palm Desert, California, Coachella Valley. How can we just call it that? My co-host is always Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful palatial state out on Long Island, New York, where things never get old and stale because these servants are always there for you. Are you talking to me? Because I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> and that was a classic New Yorker. Hey, by the way, have you uh, got all ready for the arrival of Mr. Trump that... Uh, I understand he showed up today. Um, I'm so far away from that. It's not even funny. Oh, okay. I thought maybe when you were at school, you just kind of kept on going maybe into the city just to check it all out. Um, I don't want to be in the city for things I want to be in the city other than going to Katz's. Or, you know. <laughs> oh, I love it. John's on Bleecker or, you know. Those okay. Are food. That's food, by the way. That's Katz's Deli. The deli and John John's on bleak are like the oldest pizzeria in, in, in Manhattan. I mean, or something like that. It's right up there. Um, you know, um, yeah, that's, that's why I go to Manhattan. I know. Otherwise I don't okay. know. I really heck want to do that. Okay. Just checking. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no sane New Yorker goes to Manhattan on purpose just for the hell of it. That's not that's not normal. Okay, um, so let, let's talk a little bit more about these four teams that are uh, going to be playing for a national championship. The 2023 Frozen Four, Tampa Bay, Florida, which I understand the weather is beautiful down there, and they well, are so it's about it eighty up. degrees like you have over there. Yeah, only they don't have seventy-five mile an hour wind gusts right now with dust and dirt everywhere. Anyway, well, let me give you these. Let me give you this. To stick this in your analytics hat. All right. I'm going to give you the following numbers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. By the way, 14. I have my analytics hat on. The eyeballs one is not on yet. 14, 12, 11, and 2. One of these numbers is not like the others. Uh, 2. Okay. Do you know what those numbers are for? No, not a clue. That would be the number of NHL draft picks. Okay. On the four individual teams. Ah, I like it. Who's got the two? Who do you think has the two? Quinnipiac Bobcats, the guys that are going to win this whole thing. Well, I would be very happy about that. I'd be happy. Am I correct? Am I correct? Uh, That would be correct, yes. Okay. I just saw Bobcat the other night, by the way, Chase Prisky. Did you really? Yeah. Yep. Saw him at San Diego. Uh, I'm sure he's pumped. Oh, very, very jacked up. Very jacked up. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Steven saw B.U. Terrier and Jack Eichel. Yes. Uh, Jack played there for one year. Yeah. 
Um, who do you think? Who is the? Who has the fourteen? Uh, I'm going to say that would belong to Minnesota. Um, that would be the other maroon and gold team, correct? Uh, and twelve be- would belong to Michigan. Uh, nope, that would be eleven. Oh, okay. So twelve belongs to BU. That is correct. Okay, you know, so um, and so a tell lot me of things here, like um, you know. You know, I believe that uh, Michigan beat Quinnipiac a year or two ago in uh, the regional finals. I'd have to look. Um, you know, um, what their record is all time against Michigan, I'm not 100% sure. I'm sure I could look that up, too. Well, um, let me tell you something, Paul. There, there's one easy way for BU and Quinnipiac to get a head start on the games before the uh, the matchups on Thursday, I hope they gave no. I hope they gave Chris Mayotte a call and said, "Hey, coach, how how did you defend against uh, a team like um, Minnesota or uh, Denver? How how did you do that? How did you do that all year? How did you stack up against offensive teams? Because that's what will happen if Quinnipiac and BU are to win. They will have to stack up." defensively first and capitalize on their opportunities offensively because if they stack up Minnesota and Michigan, I think what's going to end up happening is they're going to get frustrated. And in a one-game series, you get a little frustrated. You start trying to do – we've seen this all year, Paul. They try to start doing stuff on your own. You try to be the guy, and all of a sudden it doesn't work that way. Here's the thing, though. First of all, uh, Quinnipiac – was knocked out of the tournament last year by Michigan. So a lot of those guys are, are, you know, I'm sure remember that. Um, I don't know if I'm BU. I I might be like, yeah, let's, let's get, let's, let's go off to the races. Let's go. We have, we have, we have the, just as much skill and just as much, uh, and just as much, uh, you know, uh, that the other maroon and gold team has. And I'll say this. Here's, here's the one thing that they have. And like I said, I'm not, this is not, once again, a knock on the goalie in, in, in Minneapolis. But if you were ranking these goalies, you know, uh, close would be third at best, and Drew Camiso would be second at best. Are you trying to tell me that Yanner Perez is uh, number one? Oh, I said Camiso would be second at best. At I'm sorry, at worst. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yanner um, Perez is the best goaltender in college hockey, and certainly in the uh, Frozen Four this year. So I mean, and. And and I don't you know most teams can't get in a can't get in a foot race with with the other maroon and gold team. Um, BU is one of the few that can. Yeah, but do you think they want to play that way in a one and done for a national ch- chance to go to the national championship game? I um, don't know, man. I I know they can play with them. I see, I've seen them. I've seen both teams in person this year. I I, I think I know they can. 
I'm just saying, is that what you want? I think you want to play your game. Play your game. Don't well, let... Then Quinnipiac's going to be in good shape because they play a good defensive style that leads to offense. Yeah, well, we, we could get to that in a minute since that's the second game. But as was said on the bench many, many years ago, play your game. And if BU is more comfortable playing shinny and leaving it to their goalie, then you kind of have to do that. Because if you don't, then you you run the risk of letting the other maroon and gold team set the tempo. And you don't want to do that. The only way you, the only way you can put them on the defensive is to attack. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a really good game plan. Actually, I, I kind of like it. Uh, I I have a couple of small fears though, and uh, one would be ninety two and one would be eighty nine. Logan Cooley scares the crap out of me if he gets loose, and so does Matthew Nyes if he gets in front of the net. I didn't even mention Jimmy Snuggard. Well, listen, I mean. I'm not saying that that team's not capable of putting up big numbers. I'm just saying that unlike most teams that that they're going to go against, you know, BU's got the horses to stick with them. Okay, fair and, enough. And especially, and especially okay, getting the puck out of their own end. Yeah, they're good at that. You have, <laughs> well, it matters. Yeah, it does. It doesn't hurt to have a guy named Lane Hutton back there either. If Hudson, you're yeah, no, well, that's the thing, right? He's a second round. You know, Lane Hudson is one of the yeah, Hudson, best defensemen in the country, especially as a freshman. And, you know, you Ty Gallagher, also a very good defenseman as as, as a sophomore. These guys have been in plenty of big games as uh, four of the BU defensemen played on the national development team. So these guys have played in big games. It's not going to scare them. So, you know, when, when, when Minnesota has those guys with the puck and, you know, most teams don't have the defensemen to regularly – Get their get the puck out of their zone like these guys do because remember, you know these guys can skate with the Minnesota guys. You know a lot of teams can't do that, so they have to be very precise on their first passes. Boy, you just angered a bunch of people in college hockey. I don't. Get we that. can skate with them, you and know, you just put high that. praise on the maroon and gold team. Well, listen, from all, all my disgust, <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with. You know, talking about their their, their play on the ice. Okay, and that's so let's not go to, what my disgust is anyway. So. so let's go to game two. Let's go to game two. Michigan Quinnipiac. You've already talked about Quinnipiac being ousted by Michigan last year. Right. Uh, what we didn't mention, I, I got to go back a step. We didn't mention about the 1970s when BU and Minnesota went at it. Oh um, <laughs> well, yeah, we're gonna get. We'll get to that in a minute, but. Uh, yeah, I don't. Um, not today. We didn't have time to get to it today. But anyway, what do you mean we that, can't get to it that, tonight? <laughs> Good one, Herbie. I like it. <laughs> Why can't we? 
Uh, anyway, I assume if you want to save because I got tomorrow. dinner to eat in about I don't know oh, whoa, whoa, sixteen whoa, minutes. Whoa, 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 yeah, I'm not whoa, missing whoa, it whoa, by the way. Because uh, let me shout out Akasha Arena right now. They've got the best pregame meals uh, in the AHL. Sorry guys, but they do. Anyway, okay, um, whatever. Quinnipiac Bobcats, Michigan Wolverines. Did you brought this up the other night? And I think it's an interesting point. Um, do the Michigan Wolverines and the Minnesota Golden Gophers have they learned anything from last year's semifinals in what they need to do differently in a one and done in the Frozen Four setting to win a national championship, or do they even care? Better care. I just it doesn't. I mean, Paul, did it change anything at Minnesota or Michigan last year after they were ousted in the uh, semifinals? We're going to find out. Did it change anything, though? I don't Over the know. summer. Over the I summer, know. I mean. I don't know. No, it did not. It didn't change okay. anything. The same amount Whatever. of guys went pro. Their the, the two teams are back in the same spot that they were last year. Right. I mean, come on. that It didn't change anything for them. And that's because I don't believe, and somebody's going to have to sit down and prove it to me, that they are driven to win that national championship trophy and that that's a be all end all for their program. Once I see that and see the proof of that, then, then I'll, I'll be back on board with, uh, they're playing for a national championship because right now I don't I'm think not, they are. I don't I'm, think they are. I'm not. And you know, far be it from me to play devil's advocate because that's not what I do. <laughs> yeah. Far be it from you. That's right. Um, I, I just don't think we're going to know that until Thursday night. Yeah, well, I, I'm, what I'm saying is, and I agree with you, first of all, but what I'm saying is it does not change what Minnesota and Michigan do. It will change what Quinnipiac does. If they hoist that national championship, it will elevate them to a new level, to, well, a, spot, to a spot where they become the talk of college hockey for a whole year, like it did with Denver. And Denver's won many, but it's still, it well, was see, a I, I, exciting I special time for them i wonder if a few of those guys from ann arbor if all of that i don't want to say bulletin board material uh i mean i guess you could turn it into one or some uh the whole we want to be the first to 10 thing i mean you know that that could be on their bulletin board somewhere. Do they, or or do they? Uh, you mean on Quinnipiac's bulletin board? No. On the Michigan bu- bulletin board. Oh, oh, to try to to try to hype them up to win number ten first. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I doubt it, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I'll tell you just the same thing again. Minnesota, Michigan are factories to make NHL players. It, yeah. it, if you win a national championship. And you take that home, like in 1979 when the Gophers won, uh, they were about winning national championships. It wasn't about how many guys can we send to the Olympics the next year, or how many guys can we send. Yeah, okay, but college uh, hockey has changed. College I know changed. for some for some teams, for some it, it's still diehard. You tell me, tell me right now that that Chris Mayad at Colorado College doesn't want to win a national championship and send guys to the NHL. As opposed to, we want to send guys to the NHL, and oh yeah, if we win a national championship, yeah, we'll put it in the we'll put it in the trophy case. Ho hum, yeah, ho hum. No, of course it, they. 
it makes a big difference to some schools. You, Arizona State, if they're playing for a national championship, it means everything to bring that trophy back to Tempe. It doesn't mean that I had nine guys that went to the NHL. You know, that's secondary. But in, what I'm saying in Minnesota and Michigan, until they prove it to me differently, their desire is to see how many guys we can elevate to the NHL level, first-round picks, stars in the NHL, as opposed to adding a trophy that uh, is from college hockey. Sorry, it just is. They're going to play till, till they're done. That's what they're going to do. And they could both be done on Thursday. They could be, with any luck. <laughs> Paul, who do you want to be in the championship game? <laughs> um, nothing that starts with an M. <laughs> At least you're uh, you're wearing it on your sleeve so we can all see it. Oh, this is not news. <laughs> I didn't say it was news. I just said you're wearing it on your sleeve so we can all see it. Yeah, I mean, once again, I mean, I don't, uh, you know, I don't uh, hide my. The difference is <laughs> I can criticize my fandom. Unlike other well, pom pom waivers on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I can't. I can't criticize those guys. So like a bomb I'm bomb. just saying, black and gold. Yeah, I know. Depends, gold. You, you know, you you change them in and out as you need. You know. That's why I have multiple pair. I know. That's why you keep them all with you, and you <laughs> let the butler give you whichever ones you need. <laughs> Good point. Anyway, um, so that second game is going to be, I think it's going to be a battle. You said play your game, right? Quinnipiac's game is to shut people down and take advantage yep. of opportunities knowing you have the best goaltender in college hockey. Michigan style is, let's go, baby. Let's run and gun and see how many we can put on you. Um, so who wins that one, Paul? Who comes out on top in that battle? Defense wins championships. Say that I over it. and over again from now till Thursday. Well, I say it all the time even after that. I mean, I, I have to sit here and, and – and, you know, am I betting on the game? No. Am I making a prediction on the game? No. Caesar Sportsbook, by the way, if you want yeah, to bet no, on the not, game. Not, uh, no, not, not making predictions. Don't do that. I just will tell you who I hope wins. And? Um... Once again, I root for the team. This weekend, I will be rooting for the teams that don't start with an M. <laughs> Rooting interest, folks. <laughs> uh, well, I do make predictions, and I don't care if I'm wrong. Uh, well, I'm gonna you say, usually are. So I'm going to say this one is uh, Minnesota Quinnipiac in the championship game, and I say Quinnipiac finds a way behind Yanni Peretz to turn things around and, and give Rand Pecknell that trophy. Uh, and I think they would be incredible champions. Um, if you listen to the show all year long, you know that I said, show me, Quinnipiac, show me. Show me why you're 28 and 3 and you're 30 and 3 and all that is, well, they're is in the better frozen than everybody four. else. What else do you want? What? They're in the frozen four. What else do you want? I know. But I want them to win it. I want Rand Pecknell to win it. I want his awesome. team. I want his team to represent college hockey for a full year, a lot like Denver did last year. Um, I think it'll you be know, awesome. and I think, I think it'll, it'll be interesting because I want to see them hoist the trophy. And I also want to see what it's like for them to have the target on their back 
um, all season long because that is a tough bear to cross. Across well, the bear, how about that? Is isn't that what what every team has to do? I mean, um, that's why you know what your Bulldogs did is so hard was so was so hard to do, and you know it's not like. Uh, you know, they, they but things are different on Lake Superior, Paul. <sighs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know where Lake Superior is? Have you found it on the map yet? Um, I have an idea where it is. You you know what two states it borders? Uh, states that start with an M. No. Well, yeah, I guess kind of, but yeah, uh, between Minnesota and Wisconsin. Yeah. Well. You want to talk about a border battle coming up with Mike Hastings? Anyway, I I digress. Well, Go I ahead. think it is. I mean. Go ahead. You know, winning back-to-back is hard. You know, I mean, the fact that Duluth got to three national championship games in a row is crazy. Two words for you, my friend. Scott Sandlin. You know, Denver back in the early 2000s wins back-to-back right after another team won back-to-back. Which team is that? Um, one of the M teams. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> um, I'm just saying. <laughs> this week is driving you crazy, isn't it? Oh, it absolutely is. No, <laughs> I don't deny that. <laughs> you know, this is not. Okay, so so let's talk about this then. Let's talk about the uh, Hobie Baker. What about it? The, the, the hat trick finalists. Okay. I mean, Want to make a prediction? Like a pr- no. Who do you think is going to walk away with the Hobie? No, unfortunately, no. Say Logan Cooley. Say what Logan do I Cooley. Say? I don't have to say anything. Guess where he's going to bring that Hobie Baker award? Um, home? Mullet. Say mullet. Say home? mullet arena. Home? He may put it right in, in the locker room, in the annex. Well, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was just too funny. But anyway, um, okay, so so here's what I want to do in the final five minutes. Okay. Let, let's talk about, I, I want to dig deeper into this Arizona State thing because it's been on my mind for months now. Uh, I can say that, two months actually, since the end of the season ended for them. is like I said, what's going to happen to this team? Paul, I'm scared. I'm scared to death of what they're going to have next year because this portal thing, and the graduation right. and the guys leaving early, um, that's making me really nervous. I don't know how you build. By my count, Paul, I think we're looking at 13. 13 or 14 guys off your roster well, are coming listen, back. I, I, listen, I, how do you I, build I, that? I am not going to sit here. And until I hear from somebody official, uh, I'm going to assume that Lucas Sillinger and Robert Master Simone are coming back. They have the ability to do that if they choose. That's two. Right. You lost 14. Right. Well, you didn't lose 14. Count them. Maybe maybe you did, but either way. Right? I mean, we're sitting there. Let's say Mastro comes back. Let's say Cylinder comes back. Right. How are you going to build a team? Do you know how young... Your team is going to be 
And do you know the guys that the young guys that played a role last year are not going to be there? And I'm talking about well, we Teddy Lagerback. I'm talking about uh, Jack um, Jensen. Jensen? Um, you know, guys that you were counting on to be your mainstays to, to lead these young guys. You're going to have Master Simone and Sillinger if they both come back. Well, if and I do. believe Sillinger is coming back. I don't know about Master Simone. I really don't. Well, I, I, I will say this, that, um, um, you know, ASU is, is trying to uh, rally the troops, so to speak, you know, bringing in another Long Islander. What? You're, come, you're joining the staff? Uh, I am not. I mean, I, if I, oh, if I, okay. I would have said that. <laughs> uh, okay. But uh, they're bringing in a, a veteran defenseman from Yale in Brandon Tavakin from Woodbury. Came out, came out of the Woodbury, Minnesota? No, Woodbury, oh. New York. Okay. okay. Um, came out of the portal? Came out of the portal from Yale. Wow. When was that announcement made? I missed it. I, uh, I think it was uh, either today or last night. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Right. Thought he would have uh, gone to, to North Dakota to help them build their defensive uh, core. Maybe, maybe. And um, getting a grad transfer from, from, from Lowell, Brian Chambers, a lefty and a righty defenseman. So there you go. Who are seniors and grad students. So they're not going to be that young. They're bringing those in for some experience and some leadership, obviously. Okay, so did things change a little bit where we weren't going to bring in a bunch of these? Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. If you, bring in, if, you only bring, if you only bring in two, is that bringing in a lot? No, but those are okay. two that, that weren't on the radar um, a month ago. Well, but I don't think that Jack Jensen and um, Teddy Lagerback leaving was on the radar a month ago. No, I get it. I'm just saying, like, if you had two or four on the radar a month ago and you bring in two more, that's either four or six that you're bringing in. Now, that becomes a lot again. Well, yeah, but they're not there yet. Okay. Just checking. You know, we so, have, so you're have not, no idea. You're not anxious or worried at all at this point about what that roster is going to look like? Because I am. Of course I am. That's not what you asked. Yeah, it is. I asked. Uh, I said, I, "Are you worried?" I'm not worried. <laughs> like I said, I, I, I worried. I'm always worried. <laughs> One That's your middle name. Somebody other. told me. What? <laughs> That's your middle name. Somebody told me. Yeah, I always listen. I always worried about this roster. Always. That's not news. <laughs> well, darn it! We got to find some news before the show's over. This is analytics and eyeballs, and we only got two minutes left. Well, listen, we've analyzed the Frozen Four. I don't know what else we can do. <laughs> well, we analyzed the coaching search at Mankato pretty yeah, well, we too, did I think. Too, so there you go. <laughs> um, you know, let's not forget um, Charlie Shane was injured. Um, you know, uh, Jackson Niedemeyer was injured. Matthew Copperwood is injured. Well, yeah, Copperwood was injured. So, I mean, it's not like... Um, you know they didn't. They they didn't. Uh, so I don't want to say creep through the season, but crawl so, through the end of it. So you got a right and a left defenseman coming in as right. fifth year grads or whatever, um, or transfers. You got Murchison and Lovell. There's right. two or four of your six That's four D. Right. And I'm um, guessing it's going to be a couple of Dangles isn't around, is he? 
Oh, uh, not Dangos. Uh, Ethan Samaggy. Yeah, Samaggy will be back. And Tucker Ness. And Tucker Ness will be back. So there's your six. Right. And I don't know what they're going to bring in as far as uh, uh, freshmen. Other, I mean, suppose I, the the list changes all the time, um, or not changes. I mean, who the heck knows? Um, you know, until you actually see um, who is coming in and who's not. Well, um, I got my fingers crossed like this because I'm thinking last year we were thinking they were going to be pretty solid and they weren't. And this year I think they're going to be maybe not too solid and maybe they will be. Because I, I don't I, think I, they're starting off with a road trip again to, to Duluth and Bemidji. No, probably not. Because I know they're going to play a exhibition against the uh, U of A. Who? Yeah, you know. You're waiting for that one. I'm uh, just saying. I... Exhibition or not, you want to see the game played. Yeah, no, I get it. I do. <laughs> I want it to count, though. I know. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take it away. I gotta go eat. I'm hungry. From the Summer Skate Studios, Analytics and Eyeballs has been brought to you by University of Central Oklahoma, two-time ACHA M1 champions, champions every day in the classroom at ucohockey.net and uco.edu. By Summer Skates, where you can use your own name and number or that of your favorite player. To show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies, see summerskates.com for more information. San Diego State University, the best of education, California college hockey and lifestyle at sdsu.edu and sdsuhockey.com. Behind the mask and behindthemask.com, no one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our three Valley locations and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. We're at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By M-Drive, supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University. For schedule and ticket information, go to ouhockey.net. By College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza. You'll love our wings, sidekicks, and more. Find the location near you at jetspizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download at whatever platform you get your podcasts from. Subscribe, rate, and review the show to help people find it at ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. Hello, New Day. Ask you to tune in tomorrow night as Paul and I will be back with College Hockey West Weekly and hopefully a guest. Good night, everybody.